Now tonight, the men that we got here with us tonight, I know that you are going to laugh your socks off. And if you came in sandals, you're going to laugh them off too. We're going to have a great time. This first person that I'm going to introduce right here, right now, he is a very, very close friend of mine. We have been together for a number of years and been working together in the ministry. He is a PK. Come on, somebody. If you don't know what that is, it's basically just a pastor's kid who's a brat kid, right? Until they grow up and say, okay, now you got to catch it for yourself. But God's been doing a great thing. He's been traveling all over the, uh, the state, all over the country, all over the nation. And he's here with us tonight. He brought some friends with him. I want you to put your hands together tonight for Jay Red right here in the heart of the bay. Come on, put your hands together tonight. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I stick, I don't hear no music. Turn it up, baby. Everybody stand to your feet. Victory outreach. This is home. This is home. This is home. This is home. Yo, ghetto Christian is in the building. Kana Asada. Yes. Give God a hand, praise. Somebody say yeah. Come on, come on, thunderclap like this. Come on. When I say Jesus, y'all say Christ. Jesus. Jesus. When I say Holy Ghost, y'all say Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. When I say give them some, y'all say pray. Give them some. Give them some. Now somebody, anybody, everybody, scream. Come on, y'all. Clap it up. You got a hand praise. You know you at Victory Outreach when you got to swim, when you got to bike in the pulpit. You know you at Victory Outreach when you got to bike in the church. Praise God. Clap it up for Victory Outreach. Clap it up for Pastor E. Come on, y'all. Make some noise. All right, now I want y'all to go ahead and everybody say set out. That's right. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Y'all really got a bike inside the church. Huh? All right, that's how y'all do it. God bless you. All right. I want y'all to understand that the laughter that I feel like right now, that I'm about to give you guys is some joy. How many of y'all know that laughter is like medicine? There's some things that you may be going through this week that you don't even understand that you need to just laugh. I want you to know it's ministry. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your what? Oh, come on, you can do better than that. The joy of the Lord is your what? I want you to clap it up for Pastor E. Come on, y'all. That's probably one of the coolest pastors on this side of heaven. Come on, y'all. Hold up. My brother, DJ Sticky, really light-skinned brother up. of mine. Come on, clap it up, y'all. He's just Hold really light-skinned, but he black. Hey. Amen. Nick. He black, but amen. Like, at the end of the day, like, Victory Outreach is founded in me because even when I was in my 20s just getting going and really rolling, when we was over there off of, what is that, um, Tennyson? Like, I'm old school Victory Outreach. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Like, before the corner of Sada. Do you understand me? Like, before the high street, Torino, <laughs> I want you to understand, taco truck, all that stuff. You understand me? I love Victory Outreach, and I want you to understand I'm a PK. Anybody know what a PK is? That means I'll baptize you on the concrete. Amen. I'm a thug Christian, but I'm going to let you guys know I'm saved now. Everybody understand that? Clap it up for salvation. If salvation is your foundation, because some of y'all are delivered, but you ain't developed. Amen. Somebody say, I'm delivered, but not developed. That's why Pastor E got to be careful. Everybody say, be careful. 
Because some of you guys say, I want to be in the pulpit, but not yet. You're not ready for the pulpit. You just got out of Santa Rita. Amen. Pay attention. Oh, yeah, you think you're better than everybody, but you just got out. You can't go in the pulpit yet. You just got out of jail. Amen. There's a warrant spirit on you. Amen. I'm not just looking at you. Amen. We ain't going to put your business in the streets. Amen. But there's a parking, t- it's a parking ticket anointed on you. Amen. But I want you to understand, you can't put everybody in the pulpit. Some people just got out of jail. Amen. Well, you think because he's buff and he's big. All right, your organ will be missing next Sunday. Amen. You got to steal the spirit still on him. Amen. You got to work his way up. You think at the end of the day that some people can just get the keys to the church fan. Nope. They still got warrants. Amen. There's an AA spirit on him. Amen. If I say work your way up, I'm not going to put you on the treasury board. You just got out of reader. Amen. Pass out some bulletins or something. Amen. And I also found out that at the end of the day that we got to really understand where we came from. Everybody say, don't forget. Oh, y'all got to say it with some power. Somebody say, don't forget where you came from. I'm from Oakland, California. Clap it up for Oakland, y'all. Hold up. Yeah, that's my light-skinned friend. Look here. Nick. When you're from Oakland, you got to understand that there's a lot of people that grew up in the hood. And I want you to understand, we were broke. We was real broke. But I want you to understand, but we had love. Everybody say love. And when you had love, you didn't understand about being broke. You didn't know about pro wings. You didn't, you didn't understand, you know what I'm saying? You bought your shoes when you bought your food. Amen. You didn't understand that your shoes was next to the baloney. Amen. You didn't care that your shoes came out of Lucky's. Amen. It didn't matter that your T-shirt was in the frozen section. Amen. You were just happy because you had love. Everybody say love. And see, and we had this thing uh, I want you to call, I don't want to say corner. It's called Kona. Everybody say Kona. It's called Kona Stone. Let me tell you something. And at the Kona Stone, we had things growing up. We had stuff called Chico sticks. You hear what I'm saying? Come on, come on, holler at me, somebody. We didn't have now laters. We had now laters. Amen. And we never ate them later. We ate them all now. You hear me? There was a greedy spirit on us. And I want you to understand we had something called, uh, I want you to anybody heard of Red Hots? Hot tamales. See, these kids, these kids don't know nothing. All they know is hot fries. I don't care about no hot fries. We had real snacks. Somebody say real snacks. We had pickles with peppermints in the middle. You hear me? Real ghetto snacks that gave you nutrients. Amen. And once we had something called the meat market. Hello, somebody. And I want you to understand we had $2 worth of dry salami. Come on, y'all. We put cilantro on everything. Do you hear me? Cilantro was like the Holy Ghost back then. Amen. It was in your, it was in your temple. Amen. And I want you to understand that I, I really understood about not forgetting where you came from. I do comedy out of state, in state, and I'm thinking the bougiest people in the world is the ones that move out the hood, Pastor E. Oh, they forget where they came from. They, oh, yeah, see? I smell some Antioch over here right now. Amen. Mm-hmm. There's a spirit of Tracy in the back over there. Because you didn't move out the hood. You don't know where Sabrani Park is. You know what I'm saying? You forgot what Bush Rod in the village. You understand what I'm saying? South Hayward. You forgot what the hood was. Because you'd have moved on out there in Pittsburgh. So you think you better than me because I'm still in the hood. But let me tell you something. Section 8 been good to everybody. Hallelujah! With your $25 a month sales. Let me tell you something. And Pastor, they got the nerve. Look here. How you got $25 a month and you three months behind? That's the devil. You hear me? You three months behind your rent only $25. 
That's the devil. And you praying every Sunday for more favor. You selfish. You don't need no more favor. Pay your rent. Give them $100. Be $25 up front. You hear me? I wish my rent was $25 a month. Look at, look at it. Oh, Lord, we got Victory Outreach kids walking around. Amen. Come on, come on, sit down, Miha. All right, okay. Sit down, Miha. Just, this ain't Tommy T's, huh? This Victory. <laughs> I love family. Do you know my favorite comedy stage is in the living room? Intimacy. Do you know you get your best material from family? Y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all know I'm ghetto, so I'll be watching that show Empire. I don't know everybody heard of Empire. But baby, let me tell you something. We got some auntie cookies in our family. You hear me? We got some ghetto aunties. I got aunties supposed to be in jail. They might have supposed to be under the jail. In the 80s and 90s, I went to a CPS wasn't as strong as it was back then. I mean, as, as it is now. Back then, there wasn't really no CPS. I had aunties that should have been under the jail, Pastor E. I love them to death, but they should have been locked up. You don't do your kids like that. When you send your kids with a note to the store to pick up some cigarettes, that's wrong. You hear me? That ain't right. That's illegal. I'm eight years old picking up Virginia Slims. You understand me? I ain't supposed to be 12 picking up no Newports. And the cornerstone let you get them, didn't they? Who remember that? Cornerstone let you take some cigarettes with a note. A note. You was 10. Yeah, let me get some Sour Patch Kids and uh, Marlboros on the right, yeah. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids and Marlboros don't match, amen. She said, no, it don't, no, it don't. <laughs> but I want you guys to understand, that's how I grew up, and I love understanding that at the end of the day that I was young, I got an opportunity to see what real life was about. But how many of y'all know it's nothing like until you meet Jesus? Come on, y'all, give God a hand, praise. And for you to understand how Jesus, Jesus walked through the hood, baby. Jesus was with the publicans, you know, the, he was with the, you know, the prostitutes, he was with the tax collectors, because he understood at the end of the day, real ministry starts outside. Jesus' style of ministry is in the streets. That's why I love Victory Outreach, because they do ministry Jesus style. Everybody say, we do ministry Jesus style. Give God a hand praise for that. Amen. Y'all go places I won't go, but y'all do it. My ministry is not in Richmond. Amen. I was not called to Richmond. I'll save souls and conquer. Amen. But I'm not called to Richmond. Y'all go to Richmond. Victor, I used to go anywhere. But I'm going to go to Concord. Amen. I'm going to save souls in Emeryville. Amen. I'll be right there by Ikea passing out tracks. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I plant seeds and let God water it. Amen. Throw the track over the track. Amen. I don't, <laughs> I don't do Richmond. That's not my calling. <laughs> I ain't judging nobody. But I want you all to understand we got a great show. Everybody say a great show. Y'all just going to keep that bike just parked right there in the aisle, huh? All right. Look here. We moving on. Look here right now. I'm going to pour here right now, and I'm going to allow you guys to get ready to laugh y'all selves to life. Everybody say laugh. You look serious. Look, he's like, I'm ready to laugh. You look like you work for Bank of America. You're like, I'm ready to laugh. Got that Bank of America look. You're like, I'm working. Yeah. Right now, I need y'all to put y'all hands together, long and strong, loud. Oh, no, you he more serious than you. 
He looked like he ready to baptize somebody on the concrete. He looked like Bruce Leroy. Y'all remember the last dragon? He was like, he was focused. He was. I'm ready to laugh, Sensei. He was so serious. He was so serious. Dragonfly Jones in the house. Oh, let me go. Oh, no, y'all killing me. Let me get off this stage. We got three comedians. It ain't about me. It's all about him. Look here. I need y'all, Lord. Y'all have me dying. Like, oh, he was so serious. Look here. You better last tonight. You going to cry. You going down if you ain't funny. Let me go warn the others. Amen. Put your hands together long and strong, loud and proud. Look at Light skin. I need you to do me a favor. Drop the music on the name now. Up, you know, there you go, loud, loud, loud. Need some energy here, but let's figure out we already got energy. Make some noise for Jesus, y'all! Exactly. I ain't worried about y'all, I ain't worried about y'all. Put your hands together long and strong, loud and proud. Show love for very funny. He's been at Tommy T's, Punchline, Cobbs, all over the nation. Show love for my friend, very funny. This is J-Red and Friends, I Heart. Comedy show. Have it up, Victor Outreach for Lance Woods. Come on, y'all, make some noise. Make some noise. Somebody say yeah. Come on, come on. Somebody say I. No stopping, of course. Headed to the top, or of course. But now I hit the new one from the bottom like a doctor, of course. Ooh. Why do it so much? Yeah, they wanna, yeah, they wanna. Why hit it so much? Yeah, they wanna, yeah, they wanna. Why hit it so much? G wanna cars. Okay, there we go. We got it. I liked it. I'm on TV. What? Mama, I made it. How y'all doing? Y'all blessed? Thank y'all for coming out. It's a beautiful crowd, man. Like this church, man. This is cool. It's beautiful. This is what's up, man. I grew up in a church. Mom raised me in the church, man. I was in church every Sunday. Doesn't matter what's going on, we in church. My mama taught me the power of prayer, people. Pray about it. Don't stress about it. Pray about it. Come ask my mama, pray about it. You got to be specific with your prayers, though. Be sp- tell God exactly what you need. Be specific what you pray about. Mm-hmm. Walked into church, said I got a problem with my hearing. Whole church stretched their hands towards my ear. Pastor put his hand on my ear. We prayed for my hearing. Pastor said, son, how is your hearing? I said, I don't know. My court date is Tuesday. I let you know. <laughs> Told him I let him know when I... NFL draft. Y'all here on the NFL draft day? 49er fans? Okay. All right. No, y'all was this close. Like four years in a row, they was like right there, man. You know, Kaepernick keep throwing interceptions, and then he kissed his arm. Like, man, kiss the playbook. You messing up, man. (sighs) 
It's real, man. Only thing I like about Kaepernick is he's passionate, man. They showed the locker room footage on SportsCenter. He was so mad after the game. He was frustrated. He took his helmet off, and he threw his helmet across the locker room, and that got intercepted, too. I said, this dude sucks. Man. This dude's the worst, man. <laughs> Couldn't stand it. But y'all was this close, four years in a row, man. Raider fans? That's what's up. Y'all don't even look like criminals. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Y'all was this close. <laughs> like four years in a row, they was out. Look, man, they <laughs> Raiders are terrible. They was like that close to winning four games. I thought they had... Nah, man, I thought they had the fourth one, but the, oh, <laughs> the real refs came back and messed it all up, man. I, it was right there. You know the Raiders is bad because the mascot wore an eye patch. He don't want to see the game no more either. <laughs> Another touchdown, I'm wearing a blindfold next Sunday. Oh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Raiders. You was a Raider fan, man? And this this your wife, lady? Stick with him. That's a good man. He's a Raider fan, so you know no matter how bad he get, <laughs> he's never leaving. He's, he will never leave you nor forsake you. He's never going anywhere. You could lose an eye. He'll be right there. <laughs> My baby going to be back next year, though. Watch. I bet she will. I bet she'll be back next year. <laughs> you ever go to Reddit games? You go? Sometimes it's dangerous. No, it's dangerous, man. Like, you get street cred. Like, I almost got a teardrop tattooed when I. <laughs> How long was you in for, Lance? Four quarters? Expect <laughs> my gangsta here, man. I was there. I like going to the Reddit games because you can sit wherever you want. Because um, don't nobody be there. So look, this is what I do. This now, you just find you a seat, man. This is what I do, man. I buy the cheapest tickets I can find, the ones way at the top, and I just keep scooting down till I find a seat that I want to sit in. That's how you do it, man. You can repent for it later. Look, cheapest tickets, you keep scooting, and the cool part is the dude who checked your tickets, he wear an eye patch too. Look, he don't even, look, I walked in with a speeding ticket one Sunday. He said, look, slow down and, and find a seat. He didn't, <laughs> Ain't even know. Ain't even. <laughs> it wasn't even a radar speed ticket. It was just from the traffic court. I, that's how you do, man. You keep scooting and you keep scooting and you keep scooting. Like one Sunday, I kept scooting. Um, I was on special teams for two plays. I almost blocked the field goal, man. It, <laughs> it's right there, man. I got cocky halftime. I walked to the locker room. Quarterback, get me the ball. I'm open. And he was like, Who is you? Say, who is you? Because he was in the seats behind me when the game first started. He just scooted quicker to learn to play quarterback. He didn't have on cleats either. 
Look, this was look. Y'all gotta go. Y'all gotta go to the games, man. Go take her to the game, man. Take go to the game. Go to the game, man. Tell you what I seen last time I went. Seen this dude propose to his girlfriend at the Reddit game. True story. Boyfriend, girlfriend, both had on Reddit jerseys. Cute couple. Kind of annoying. Um, I don't like the public affection. All at the game. I don't want to see that. I'm trying to see this. I don't want to see y'all wiping nacho cheese off each other's face and all of that. I'm trying to enjoy the game, man. They kissed too much, man. Like, they kissed every time the other team scored a touchdown. So they was kissing, like, all game long. Then halftime came, that's when he proposed to his girlfriend. Halftime of the Reddit game, put it on this big screen. Erica, will you marry me? Halftime of the Raider game in front of all 80 of those people who was at that game, man. Erica, will you marry me? She said yes. He got down on one knee, put the ring on her finger, crowd went crazy. Oh, yeah. And I felt so good for the fans because I knew it was going to be the last time they saw somebody in a Raider jersey get a ring. And I was. Yeah, man. It was beautiful, man. I, just, I, I said, they'll never see this again. This is. This is touching. It was. It touched me in a place. It was. <laughs> you guys, this is cool, man. I like you got a little story. I feel like a storyteller stool right here. Look, this because I got to tell y'all some stuff about my financial situation while we here, um, because it ain't good. Look, I got. <laughs> look, this that. Look, I don't. If it's maybe it, maybe it ain't just me. Hopefully it's not. I don't want to feel bad. You ever like because. My bank, right? My bank will let me buy whatever I want, whether the money's in my account or not. And they hit you with the overdraft fees. Your bank do that too? Yo, oh my God. I paid like $38 for a pack of Skittles yesterday, man. I said, I just want to taste the rainbow. I don't got money for all these colors today, man. It's the worst, man. Now, I call my bank before any transaction I make. I call my bank first. I don't want overdraft no more. I'm going through the drive through window at McDonald's. I'm starving. About to get some food. And uh, I say, I'm about to order a lot of food because I'm hungry. Get to the window. She said, can I take your order? I said, yeah. I want all the food because I'm hungry. Then I thought about it, Lance. Call your bank. You don't want overdraft again. And you ever call your bank and check your balance and you was way off? Just me? Like you wasn't even close to what you, you was a few decimals and zeros away from what was really going on? I called my bank. She said, your balance is $1.89. Changed my whole appetite. Yeah, let me get a McChicken and a water cup. Light ice. Don't need that much ice. You ever order something real cheap like that? You got your friends in the car with you. You trying to be a blessing. Ask them, do they want something? And they out order what you order, but you paying for it? Right, that happened? Let me get a McChicken and a water cup. Hey, man, you want something? Yeah, man, let me get that number seven. Man, number nothing, man. <laughs> if I got a McChicken and a water cup, you should know your budget is straw wrappers and ketchup packets. You want some napkins? They got napkins. You want some napkins? Yeah, give my man some napkins. It's the worst, man. I had to stop going to McDonald's because they're disrespectful. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. 
McDonald's disrespectful, man. And I was a McLoyal customer. But I was loving it, man. That was me, man. I was loving it, man. And every time, man, and I know it ain't just me, hopefully, man. Has McDonald's been there for you in your times of hunger? Like in the struggle. See, y'all not feeling like I need y'all to feel like. Y'all remember when they had them 29-cent cheeseburgers? That's what I'm talking about, man. That's when it was real, man. They had to shut down the whole cheeseburger operation in my neighborhood, man. Because I walked in and said, let me get 400 cheeseburgers. It was like 388. That's a good deal. You should take that every time, man. When they had a new burger, I went and tried it. They had the big and tasty. It was small and disgusting. But I'm McLoyal, so I tried it, man. But they disrespected me for the last time. People will tell you what happened. Go to McDonald's. She said, can I take your order? I said, yeah, let me get the McRib because it's back. And she said, um... Like, it was back. It was back. She said, she said, that'll be 488. No problem. Gave her a $5 bill. This one, the disrespect started, people. She took my $5 bill and she held it up in the light. <laughs> like I made a fake $5 bill to come to McDonald's. Like I got a garage printing up fake fives for Mickey D's. You know how disrespectful that is, people? Because they don't even use real meat. So when I got my McRib, I held that up in the light. I was so McMad. Give me my change, huh? Out of here. I'm outie. Financial situation. I got to shop at broke places. I shop at the Dollar Tree. Anybody else? See, that's what I like. Yeah, well, clap it up. That's what I'm talking about. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of the Dollar Tree. Go ahead. It's a beautiful place, man. A lot of, some people say they don't shop at the Dollar Tree. Somebody, who said they don't? I rebuke that spirit in the name of... <laughs> dollar Tree is a beautiful place where everything is a dollar. Except for the stuff that's two. For a dollar. Oh my, this is magnificent, man. I just hate when I'm at the just, I hate when I'm at the Dollar Tree and I see a pretty young lady and I try to approach her and she give me attitude like we not both. <laughs> In the Dollar Tree. <laughs> That's what I don't like, man. I'm at the Dollar Tree. This girl was beautiful. I went, hey sweetheart, how you doing? She's gonna pss, 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 excuse you. I do not deal with dudes in the Dollar Tree. Thank you. Psst, psst, psst. We both in here. You work here. She had a green shirt on. You, it's your name tag. <laughs> and I was buying regular stuff. I had regular Dollar Tree approved stuff, people. I had paper towels. Uh, I had batteries. I had a candy bar. You know she was buying milk? You can't buy milk from the Dollar Tree people. Cats won't even drink milk if they know it came from the Dollar Tree. You ever seen the expiration date on Dollar Tree milk? Her milk said 1045. 
I said, you got 20 minutes. Disrespectful, man. I, I didn't like it, man. That's all I'm trying to say, man. Cause see, I don't like when women treat me like that, man. I don't like, you know what? I don't like when women treat me like they want to be independent only sometimes. Right? If you're going to be independent, don't ask me for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that too much? Whatever. Look. Whatever. I already started now, so we're going to finish it. Look. You want to be independent, I'm not helping with nothing. Driving, see this lady stop. She had a flat tire. I hop out to help her. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I don't know how to change the flat. I said, don't worry about it, sweetie. Just pop the trunk. I'll change it for you. I go to pop the trunk. Her license plate said Miss Independent. I got in my car, and I drove off. I hope you got AAA, Miss Independent, because I'm not getting my hands dirty for you. Whatever. I can only talk about my life experiences. I don't know what y'all done, but that's what I did in the situation. It's funny. Yeah, yeah it, it really happened. But yeah, man. <laughs> told y'all my mom raised me in the church, man. Yeah, this church reminds me of my church, man. Okay, I gotta get away from that. Yeah, this church of my <laughs> Yeah, I thought someone was gonna blow up. It does, man. My church is my church is diverse, real diverse crowd of my church. Um, I can tell, I can tell it's a lot of love in here. Um, I can feel it. I can, yeah, seriously. <laughs> it feel real in here, too, man. I can tell people, people got some testimonies in here. I can tell, man. I've seen too many neck tattoos. I said, okay, it's, a, <laughs> it's just like my church, man. There's some, some felons in here. I like these kind of churches. My church the same way, man. Cause my mom, my mom was like, my mom was like a witness in person. My mom went no matter what's going on. My mom gonna tell you about Jesus. Don't post nothing on Facebook and think my mom ain't gonna hop on your post and talk about Jesus, cause she is. Who y'all think going to Super Bowl this season? It don't matter. Jesus is the reason for the season. That's <laughs> that's my mama, man. She <laughs> you gonna hear about this Jesus? She don't care what you talk about. You want some drink? You want some water? If you ask God, he'd give you living water. You never thirst again. I just, I just want some Dasani for now, though, because I don't, I don't got time for the living water. We'll get it later, hopefully. <laughs> Witness all the time. My mom wouldn't let us listen to rap music going up. She wouldn't, she wouldn't let us do it, man. I used to have to sneak to listen to rap music, wait till she go to sleep, close the door, okay. Listen to one. I used to love E-40. Uh, he had to, uh, oh, yeah, 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 okay, we in the back. Y'all remember the Captain, the Captain Saver song? Right? Yeah, it's, I want to be saved. Is I, is I, should I save her? I want to be saved. Look, if my mom's asleep, I'm listening to that. I'm, I'm in it. I want to be saved. I'm, I'm, look, I'm feeling it. My mom woke up. She heard it. I want to be saved. My mom bust in the room. Well, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus is Lord, you can be saved. Where's she go? Where's she at? <laughs> she did, man. Mama witnessed everything. No matter where she, you're going to hear about Jesus. Take my mom to the strip club if you want to. They're going to hear about Jesus when they dancing. So my mom's going to be making it rain church pamphlets. 
Uh-huh. Come Sunday. Pick them up. Come on, cinnamon. <laughs> you too, Coco. Both of y'all, come on. <laughs> Tell y'all, man, I got to meet my mama, man. She crazy like that, man. Oh, man. Oh, that's what I got to tell y'all, man, um, before I get out of here, man. Performing for y'all, it's like a dream come true for me, man, doing comedy full-time and all of that. I got these cool shirts, man, that I sell after shows. It says, don't let your dreams die in a cubicle. Um, cubicle is just a metaphor for a box. Um, don't let your dreams die. Don't live in a box. Um, have the faith to do what it is that you want to do. So after the show, y'all see me. If not, anyway, we'll just say hi, take pictures and all of that, put them on Facebook. But I got, look, I ain't like my mama. This is what I'm going to tell y'all about my Facebook. Add me on Facebook, all of y'all, please, Lance Woods. Add me on Facebook. Um, just make sure if I post something and you want to comment, make sure your comment got something to do with what I posted. Small request. I hate when I post something and somebody asks me some kind of weird question. That's what my inbox is for, man. Shoot me a text. Don't put that on the thing for everybody to see. Other day I said, my auntie is in the hospital. Please keep her in your prayers. This dude comment. Hey, Lance, you still messing with Keisha? No, I ain't messing with Keisha, man. Pray. Goodness. Hey, I'm Lance Woods. Enjoy the rest of your show. God bless y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all thought we was playing. Y'all thought we was playing. To the IHA comedy show and hear these clean Christian comedians. I'm gonna give them some empathetic laughs. Did y'all laugh real hard? Have a fun. Come on, y'all. Now make some noise if you know that you can be funny without being nasty. Make some noise. We don't need no sympathetic laughter. We got jokes, son. Somebody say, I. All right, I want y'all to um, right now put y'all hands together before we do that, though. Before we do that, before we move on, I need y'all to help me out and get some more energy going in here. Come on, clap your hands like this. I like, I just, I just like, I just like, you know, giving God some glory, my ghetto Christian style way. So we're gonna bring it back one time, you know, for the brothers and the cholos, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. When I say Jesus, y'all say Christ. Jesus. Jesus. When I say holy, y'all say go, holy, holy. When I say give him some, y'all say pray. Give him some, 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 give him some. That's somebody, anybody, for the baby bite. Scream! I give God a hand, praise. Somebody say yeah. All right, serious man, listen here, let me tell you something. Right now, this guy's about to come out and make y'all laugh even harder. Warrior fan, high five. We going all the way? We going all the way? You better. Hi. I love my warriors. Who love the warriors? Dub Nation, baby. That's right. That's right. Right now, I need y'all to put your hands together for this dude. It's hilarious. Very funny. Own way. Own style. 
is just silly. Put your hands together right now, y'all, for my man, Tristan Johnson. Make some noise. Yeah, young Tristan in the building. Somebody say, yeah. Give it up for the DJ. Yeah, I thought I was going to get an organ player. I thought y'all going to dun dun dun. I thought I was going to come to the stage like Count Dracula. I Man, I'm on TV, hey. And I ain't even at 7-Eleven. Looking at myself on TV, I feel like I should take stuff out of my pocket. Like, like I'm too blessed to be taking this. Um, the Lord is able. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, man. I'm happy y'all here. We in Hayward, California, man. I feel so blessed. I really feel so blessed. I'm telling you, me and Jay Red, we've been on the road for almost two and a half years now in probably over 30 churches and stuff like that. This is just, this has been an amazing experience. I'm telling y'all, I feel like I'm big time now, you know. I'm, I'm doing big things, you know. I'm getting about $35 a show and stuff like that. Yeah, because last year I was just like y'all, you know. Now I'm getting that $35 a show. Now my dad want to be in my life. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I seen him. Yeah, I'm doing big things now, man. Doing real big things. But my girlfriend, man, she, she don't believe in me, man. Not yet. I can tell she don't believe in me because on Valentine's Day, she gave me a heart-shaped job application. Like, you didn't cut out my name. They ain't even going to know it's me. You know, I'll be trying to get her to stay with me, you know. Just every day before she go to work, I give her an affirmation, and I just say, hang in there. Behind every strong woman, it's a brother at home playing PlayStation. You just, <laughs> you just keep, God is going to bless you. You just keep doing what you're doing. You don't want to hear about this comedy stuff no more, man. I had to lie to her to come up here. I had to tell her that the temp service sent me here, so. <laughs> yeah, I need one of y'all to sign my hours so I can get in the house. Uh, I better not even think about going home unless I get my hours signed. I'm telling y'all. You ever have to walk past your house and keep going? Like, <laughs> And don't y'all be laughing like y'all ain't never worked at no temp service, you know? I recognize y'all. I did the um, the um, labor-ready Christmas party. Um, <laughs> see the employee of the day up in here. But these temp services get out of hand, man. I was working for a temp service down in L.A. They'll send you anywhere. They don't care where they send you. Matter of fact, last week I was a crip for four days. <laughs> I had to join the Bloods to get my W-2 forms back. 
Telling y'all it's hard out here for a temp. <laughs> when you're trying to get the money for the rent. Temping ain't easy. But I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm looking for a job. You looking at me like I ain't trying. I'm trying. I looked everywhere for a job. I looked on Xbox Live. I paid, you know, I poked a few jobs on Facebook, let them know I'm still interested. I even tagged them in a picture of me sweeping, like, you want to get some of this sweeping? No, I sweep, so I sweep everywhere, yeah. But now that I'm blessed, I'm making it now. I'm big time. And that's why, since the Lord blessed me, I, I gave back. I did a show for the homeless called Live at Skid Row. Um, I don't know if I recognize any of y'all there. Y'all promise when y'all got your life together, y'all come and support me. But um, no, I did a show for the homeless. I'm telling you, I just wanted to give back. I just felt like it was a good thing to do. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to promote a show for the homeless because we couldn't send out no flyers. They ain't on the mailing list or nothing like that. So we advertised it on Amber Alert System. <laughs> it was like, go up the street and hear some comedy, you know. You know, but the homeless, they had a hard time receiving this blessing, you know, because sometimes the homeless could be a bitter bunch, you know. They, they, they was a little mean to me at first. You know, they got no home training the way they treated me. It, was, it, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. And we, we, you know, they didn't give me a chance at first. You know, they booed me before I even walked on stage. As soon, soon as I walked on stage, they disrespected me. They brought me out just like Jay Red. They was like, yeah, all the way from East Oakland, California, Tristan Johnson in the house. They was like, oh, you in the house? <laughs> That's what you're here to tell us? You in the house? I don't care what you got going on. You ever been cussed out by a homeless dude wearing a Snuggie backwards? Like, <laughs> he had the Snuggie on backwards wearing it like a peacoat. <laughs> Thought he was tough in that Snuggie. And they'll threaten you with some obvious stuff. They'd be like, yeah, we gonna find you. We be in these streets all day and all night. I was like, I was assuming that's how it worked, huh? But I was raised right. My grandma raised me right. She said, treat everybody right. Don't matter if they rich, poor, black, white, anything. Treat everybody right. Because that person might be Jesus. That's how I was raised. I even met a homeless dude who looked just like Jesus. I'm telling you. He needed to shave. He could have been one of the members of the Bee Gees. Um, I could tell by the way he walks. He's a woman's man. No time to talk. You know? But I knew he wasn't Jesus when he asked me for a cigarette. I'm not giving Jesus a cigarette. Why look like giving Jesus a cigarette? What if it kills him? And he come back in three days asking for another cigarette. I ain't got money like that, man. Man, I like this church. This is a, hey, this is a beautiful church. I might have to um, come to this church. This is nice. I might wear this again, but... Um, <laughs> No, this, this is my only nice outfit. I don't get a lot of new clothes. The only time I get new clothes is when an uncle die. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only time I get new clothes, man, for real. My friends know it, too. They be like, man, Trish, you look nice in that shirt. How the family taking it? 
Y'all hang in there. We sent the prayer y'all way. Y'all hang in there. Yeah, man. But y'all seem like a fun. Y'all listening to rap music at church? It's a hip church. I like this. Any way that you can receive the word, that's, I appreciate that. Be down to earth, man. Y'all, hey, stay at this church. If y'all go to this church, stay at it. Because I'm telling y'all, this is. This is a nice church. I stopped going to my church because, you know, I really don't like going to the same church twice because y'all only feed the new members. <laughs> so I, I try to move around, you know, but <laughs> no. Y'all feed me, I'll come back. <laughs> no, I stopped going to my church because we had to play a hating deacon. I don't know if y'all got to play hating deacon here, the deacon that want to pray all your business out in the street. Uh, you know I'm talking about, you know, sometimes, you know, I try to find me a nice lady that go to church, you know, evenly yoked, you know, a nice church lady. And I'll be flirting with them, and sometimes the player hating deacon want to tell all my business, you know. I'll be like, yeah, you didn't see me put nothing in the collection plate because I paid for the whole church, you know. I'm out here balling, sitting on some paper thinking about putting some stained glass windows in here because I got all this money. You know, the matter of fact, the church should be in my name right now. It should be called Tristan Bethel, but I ain't even going to say nothing. Um, yeah, I just got all this money, and then here come the player hating deacon, like, hey, Brother Johnson, we've been praying about your job situation. <laughs> you know, the Lord see your struggle. Make sure you get one of those winter coats out of Lost and Found. Here. Everybody in our congregation going to be warm, even Brother Johnson. Y'all pray for him. Sometimes I flirt with the ladies. I tell them, yeah, you need a strong brother like me around the house, a real strong brother. You know, a woman shouldn't have to do everything by herself. You need a real tough brother scared of riffraff away. You need a real tough man around the house. And then here come the play hating deacon talking about, hey, Brother Johnson, heard you got knocked out at the club last night. But the Lord woke you up to be here today. Didn't the Lord wake him up to be here? To, won't he do it? Look at him. He is able. He is able, man. He'd be like, yeah, that's a nice shirt. Your uncle was a good man. Yes, he was. You just follow in his shoes. Matter of fact, those are his shoes. You just keep on walking with Jesus. Tell Man, y'all keep on supporting this clean, clean, clean comedy, clean rap, clean everything, man. Because honestly, this comedy really changed my life. I used to be a thug out there in the streets, you know what I mean? I was a gangster. Uh, nah, for real, don't be laughing. I was a gangster. <laughs> I wasn't always wearing these colorful clothes. I was a real gangster. I used to, I used to be tough. Y'all playing. Y'all don't laugh at y'all testimony. I don't laugh. <laughs> When I tell y'all I was a gangster. <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell y'all. I was a gangster. I used to do some real gangster stuff, too. Like, I'll walk inside Taco Bell, and I ask for water, but I really get soda, though. Yeah. I got a teardrop for that, you know. I sweated it off. It was early. <laughs> it was hot earlier, you know. But I had to change my life because that's the last thing we need is more brothers in jail. We don't need no more brothers in jail. Yeah. 
I don't want to see none of y'all in jail. You know what I mean? Well, I ain't going to see y'all because I ain't going to be there. But <laughs> I don't want nobody in jail. And honestly, I'm getting older. And I really don't got one of those going to jail shapes right now. Um, the ladies understand this as soon as I walked on stage. See, I ain't got one of them going to jail shapes. See, my situation is I got my mama's hips. And um, you don't want to go to jail with your mama's hips. Yeah. You don't want to show up like this. Yeah. Maybe if they got some prison spanks, I could, um, I could wear my stripes and do my little time. I want to go out there, everybody lifting weights, and I'm out there with the thigh master and stuff. You know? The devil is a lie. Just saying, I don't want my milkshake bringing all the boys to the yard. I, I ain't trying to be one of the real housewives of San Quentin. I'm I'm trying to be tardy for the party. But I told myself if something ever happened, if I ever did go to jail, the first tattoo I'm getting is the tattoo the ladies get on their back. Yep, I'm going to get one of those tattoos. It's going to say, what would Jesus do right here? You're going to feel wrong about this. It was written. You ain't even supposed to be over here. I rebuke you. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Now you go on now. You go on. You go on. I am covered. <laughs> get locked up once. I got locked up once. I got locked up in Tijuana. Now y'all say something. Y'all should have told me I couldn't use my EBT card down there. I was, I was trying to buy some stuff for the gumbo and stuff like that. They didn't lock me up. They locked me up in a Mexican jail, man. I had to let them know I know how to speak Mexican. Yeah, I know how to speak Mexican. I'm a Raider fan. I know how to speak Mexican. Yeah, I know how to speak Mexican. I know every word in the language, except playoffs. We haven't went over that too many times. <laughs> well, went over that too many times. But no, nah, I was in that Mexican jail. I prayed about it, but I had to let them know I'm tough. I had to hold my own until somebody came and got me. You know, and I let them know I know how to speak Mexican. So don't be spreading no secrets around me or nothing. I know what y'all talking about. As soon as I walked up in there, I let them know I know how to speak Mexican. I was like, first of all, ain't none of y'all about to sink on my demayo. <laughs> you think I'm about to let somebody finish my Navidad? <laughs> I ain't never had nobody chimmy my chunga. I don't even let Dora explore this. <laughs> Swipe or no swipey. You ain't sending me back to Oakland talking about go, Diego, go. 
happen. That's why comedy changed my life, though, man. But I'm making some other changes to my life, honestly. Um, I started, you know, started doing comedy, started working on myself. I actually lost 200 pounds. 200 Natural, just working out, you know, just working out and, you know, gave up the sodas and all the salts and the sugars and stuff like that. But but I, I gave it to God. I, you know, I've been wanting to do it for a long time, but I prayed on it and I waited in expectance and I just and I just knew it was going to happen. And I got excited early about it. You know, I was four hundred and fifty pounds. But I knew that God can make it happen right now. Right now, I'm about two eighty. You know what I mean? But I had made it all the way down. Yeah, I made it all the way down to 250, but I got excited. I got excited real early. I'm telling you, when I was when I was 450 pounds, once I got to like 430, I thought I was Prince. I thought <laughs> I thought I was cute. I'm telling you, everything in my closet is 4X purple and everything. It's, I thought I went from hubba bubba to lover lover. You could tell. I, I started making a calendar. I'm like, this looking like March. This. I, I was taking pictures in front of waterfalls and stuff. I was <laughs> I had it going on. I was ready for my new life. I was like, now that I got a new life, I'm ready to live. I thought I could keep up with the youngsters. Yeah, so I thought I'd keep up with the youngsters. So I went and got me some skinny leg jeans. <laughs> yeah. I got me some size 48 skinny leg jeans. They were skinny, y'all. Was... Nah, they were some maternity pants. They had, they had the scrunchie on the side. They, they said I could wear them for all nine months. These are my skinny leg jeans. And I already told y'all I got my mama's hips. So, you know, every time I went to Walgreens, they thought I was shoplifting. <laughs> They would pat me down. I couldn't keep my phone in my pocket. My phone was accidentally calling people. Sometimes my phone would even leave Facebook updates. <laughs> saying, help, I'm in the pockets. <laughs> I'm checking in from the hips. I'm checking in. But I worked it out. I worked it out. I worked it out. Now I'm doing a lot of good things. I even went back to school. I'm just focusing on my life. Y'all could see me doing comedy, or y'all could come and check me out. Um, I'm the wide receiver for the University of Phoenix. So y'all just, <laughs> so yeah, y'all come and check me out. Next week we'll be playing healed, you know. They trying to get out and get ahead. They trying to, yeah. We lost to Wild Tech. We didn't have the tools, you know. We got to play the nurses at Western Career College. They think they can do it. I'm telling y'all, this feel like family. I'm, I'm really going to invite my family to this church. My family, they mad at me right now. You know, just they mad. I protested my grandma's baby shower and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, 
just some things we can't celebrate, people. I told my grandma, keep your eyes on your blood pressure and off them guys, you know. Embarrassing the Johnson family. Should have never let her go to bingo. Just embarrassing the Johnson family. Got mad at me last weekend, wanted me to stay home and watch them babies. I told her I ain't the one that laid up there and had these aunties and uncles. I ain't watching nobody. This is just she breastfeeding at Dallas's and stuff like that. She didn't turn paratransit into the party bus, you know what I mean? Just embarrassing the Johnson family. But if y'all like my performance, y'all can hit my grandma up on Twitter. Her Twitter name is Diabetic Diva. And tell her that her grandson, Tristan Johnson, did a great job. Thank y'all very much. Make some noise for Trissy Triss. Come on, Victory Outreach. Heart of the Bay. Make some noise! He wanna do a selfie with y'all, he ghetto, go ahead. Put your hands up! Yeah! All right, thank you, skinny jeans. Come on, y'all. Have it up for you. Come on, come on, clap it up. DJ Light Skin, clap it up for DJ Light Skin! He is the original Israelite. Is to get it, Israelite, you know. Check it out. I need y'all to go ahead and do some, me a favor. I want to go ahead and do a giveaway. My man, Swagger T. Swagger T. Say it right. Do you know this man real? Bring me down, DJ Lightskin. His real last name. Man, if you, it's rebellious. Bring it down. <laughs> You're going to get baptized on the carpet. Look here. Swagger T. Do you know his real last name is Swagger T? Dude, if that's the coolest last name I've heard in my life. Clap it up for my photographer, Swagger T, y'all. Swagger T is it like it's on his birth certificate. Like Swagger T, like black people love you. Like, you don't get that. Like I would have came out of Kaiser Permanente doing a backflip. Look, the bike's still in the aisle. All right, okay, hey, hey none of my business, none of my business. Okay, look here. Um, I need my comedy book. Where you at? Monica, Monica, Mija, where you at? Where you at? Uh, oh, let me see my book. Okay, look here. Okay, I want to give away my book. It's called, this is for all y'all. You know, black, brown, white, it doesn't matter. Because wherever you are, there's some hood in you. Amen. And this is like a Steve Harvey self-help book. It's called 50 Ways You Know You're a Ghetto Christian. Amen. It's the next thing after the Bible. Amen. Because you don't even know you're ghetto. Amen. Some of my sisters in here, like, I ain't ghetto. I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. But you scratch your head like this. Amen. Sorry, boo-boo. Sorry. Sorry, boo-boo. You ghetto. You got a spirit of new growth. Amen. <laughs> TDJ said, thou art loose. Amen. Time to take those singles down. Amen. The micros got to go. Amen. Okay. All right. She gave me two books. I got child support. We're giving away one. Look here. Everybody say $10. But I'm going to bless you. Somebody say he is in the blessing business. 
Because I know it, because as my, my father, being a priest, he taught me that you should make a living in your giving. Amen? What goes around, that's why I love Victory Outreach. They understand that you're blessed to be a blessing. So I'm going to bless Victory Outreach. I'm going to sign this book after the show. It's a very hilarious, funny book. You can read it after devotion when you're on a, a road trip. You know, it's a clean Christian comedy. It's hilarious. I want you guys to know I'm going to bless you. It's $10, but tonight, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to give it away. You can buy two for 20 Amen. Give God a hand. Praise. Come on, some of y'all didn't, did, didn't go to high school. Come on, clap it up. Amen. Come on, I'm going to sell them three for 30 Come on, give God a hand. Praise. Some of y'all went to Hayward High. Come on, clap it up. Amen. <laughs> Some of y'all went to tennis. <laughs> Five for fifty. That's a that's a good cinco. That's a good deal. <laughs> so I want you guys to know I'm on sign, but this is what I'm gonna do. I want the first person that can run up here. I'm gonna give away this book. Ladies, I'm gonna always show y'all love. Fellas, y'all know y'all ain't got no purse, so I know it's hard for y'all to do this. So, um, ladies, the first person that can bring me. I'm going ghetto style. Everybody say, I. You get a 50 ways you know you're a ghetto Christian. Everybody else help my child support. I need to sell them. I need to sell at least 20 books per show, all right? Here we go. I need the first person to run up here with some Vaseline. Oh, come on, Miha. I know you got some Vaseline. But the brother stood up first. Jesus! He said, my lips ain't going to be ashy. He got Carmex. I need some Vaseline, not corn. He got the baby version. Lord, he got the dollar store. He got the baby Jesus Vaseline. Dear sweet baby Jesus. Oh, man, what's your name, bro? Telvin. Come on, y'all. Clap it up for Telvin, y'all. There you go, the book, man. Take your baby Vaseline. God bless, man. Clap it up for Telvin. He just skipped up here, too. That's for the crevices, amen. Corner of the lips. Black people problems, so worry about that. Right now, y'all, we're gonna bring up our last comedian. Somebody say, yeah! First of all, before I move on, um, all you men and, and women of God, all your anointed selves, let me get back here. If y'all had some fun, I know it's about to go crazy right now. If y'all had fun tonight, make some noise! What I'm talking about. Cool, 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 cool. So for the last comedian, on behalf of me and Pastor E, I Heart Comedy Night, DJ Sticky Stick, put your hands together long and strong, loud and proud for hilarious, crazy, funny. This dude didn't open up for anybody you can name, but he's hilarious. Y'all show love for G King Mason Lord. Somebody say yeah. G King. Body and soul, heart and mind, money and time. If she's chocolate or vanilla or your butterscotch cream, she the only one for you. She should make you want to Make some noise for G King. Come on, somebody say yeah. Cut it, cut it. What's up, man? This is tight, man. Got the DJ. I feel like I'm in heaven. Like if you know what I'm saying, like we doing the concert for God. Got the DJ, church. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Feeling good, man. I got a lot of good things just happened to me. I just recently just graduated college. I feel good about that. Yeah. And that was, that was a big accomplishment for me, you know, because my family ain't the college graduate type family. You know, they, we, they was excited. You know? 
We don't got no college graduates. The closest I ever had anybody graduate in my family was when my uncle graduated from his AA meetings. He run around telling people he got his associate's degree. <laughs> oh, man, I'm feeling good, man. I've been trying to date, man, trying to find me a nice single lady that's a Christian. You know, it's hard when you're trying to date, man. I always be attracted to women that live in them rough neighborhoods. I can never date a girl that live in a nice, decent neighborhood where I can feel safe and secure. I was dating this girl. Her neighborhood was bad. Like, I pulled up to her house. It was like 90 dudes outside. I'm hearing gunshots. I pulled up to her house. She was like, hey, um, she's like, think you can walk me to my house to make sure I get there safe? <laughs> I was like, who going to walk me back? <laughs> like, you could have sent me a text message and let me know you made it in there safe. <laughs> Took an Instagram photo like I made it in. Crazy nowadays, man. This generation, a lot of people getting tattoos, man. A lot of women getting tattoos, man. A lot of women getting tattoos. And the thing about it is, your, the body's not going to look like that forever, man. Like you think about it 60, 70, 80 years from now, it's going to be some rough grandmas coming to church on Easter. <laughs> Grandma's going to have all these old tattoos <laughs> scaring your grandkids away. <laughs> Come get granny a kiss. No, Grandma. Mama, what's wrong with Grandma? She wrinkled like a crayon. <laughs> I used to talk to this girl when I was in high school, right? She had got these tattoos with two eyes on her lower back. Right here. Two eyes right here. You know, she used to wear a little hot to top in high school. The little eyes be showing. It was a nice, it was creative. I was like, man, she got eyes. And as she's walking, they're looking back at me. I was like, man, that's tight, bro. Man, I seen her like 12 years later. She had like three kids, two C-sections to go. Them eyes is not looking the same. <laughs> One eye was cockeyed. One eye had cataracts. I, was <laughs> I said, you should have tattooed some glasses over them eyes. That's <laughs> hey, them eyes, the lens crafters or something. And not everybody can get tattoos, too. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it real. Not everybody can get tattoos. Tattoos ain't for everybody. I got a friend of mine. He's, like, really dark-skinned. Really, really dark-skinned, right? He got mad at me because he spent, like, $300 on all these tattoos. And he got mad at me because I couldn't see him. <laughs> he came out with a shirt off. You see my tattoos? I I was like, I thought that was a birthmark. I did not. <laughs> I said, you need to get some tattoos with some white chalk or something. Just <laughs> you got some people, man, again, people not thinking about their future. They just get tattoos any and everywhere. You know, you got to think about before you get certain tattoos. When, you know, I got a buddy of mine. He came over to my house. He was all excited. You know, he wants to be a rapper. You know, he had got a tattoo on his face. You know, Lil Wayne, all the rappers got one. He was like, man, you know. He asked me my, my advice. He was like, man, what you think about this dragon I got on my face? Man, what you think about when you see it? I was like, unemployment. That's a <laughs> so you better sell a lot of rap albums. That's what you. <laughs> but I mean, God been working on me, man. I be, he been working on, he, he been working on my selfishness. Because I tend to be selfish a lot, you know. And God be testing me, you know. Because I went to church the other day, right? 
And I see somebody paying tithes and offering that owe me money. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, give it to God. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna meet you in the parking lot though. We're gonna find why you ain't paying me my $20, but you all of a sudden you got $200 to get to church. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. I was going through a lot, man. I just st finally started getting back on my feet, man. I, I was like, you know, doing this comedy thing, man. It's like, a, it's, it's a hustle, man. You know, every, every day it's like every show, check the show to show. Like, my money was getting low, man. Like, I, I you know, it's different levels of being broke. I reached like the all-time low. Like, this one I knew I was broke, right? I had lost my ATM card, and I didn't even think to call it in. People was telling me, you ain't finna call in your ATM card. I'm like, man, I ain't got no money on that card, man. I said, somebody gonna get that card to be mad. I found this dude card and I got declined at the Dollar Tree. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like being exposed. I don't like people knowing that I'm broke. I don't like being in situations where people could judge me that I'm broke, you know. I don't like going inside the bank when I'm broke. That's the worst. It's always, you know, you go inside the bank and there's always some attractive girl. Hey, welcome to Wells Fargo. Yeah. She's all cute, you know, and I kind of want to talk to her, but like, how am I going to get her number? And I got $10 in my account. And I'm trying to take out a dollar, you know, she. <laughs> trying to like, hey, you think I could take you out sometime? You know, we can go to Costco, get on the samples, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we can go to Red Lobster, eat the biscuits, and then leave, you know? I had car problems, man. My car was, oh my God, like, oh, my car. I didn't like being seen in my car. Like, my car was like, like it wasn't cool, man. It wasn't cool for the chicks, you know, none of the women. They like, oh, your car, you know, like my car. I, I didn't like driving my car. Like, like, if I went out somewhere in Oakland, like, I'll park my car in San Leandro. Like, that's. <laughs> like, my car was so bad, I tried to do Uber. Didn't nobody want to get in my car. That's how bad. <laughs> I'll call up, ask somebody call for Uber. They was like, oh, nah, man, we a, uh, we a walk. We ain't trying to get, can't get no Uber money. I'm like, man, nobody want to get in my car? I can roll down my window like, hey, somebody. <laughs> I had car problems, man. You ever be to the point where you got to pick and choose what you want to fix in your car? <laughs> you got to pick and choose. Like, it's like, man, should I fix this or should I fix that? Like. Like, my, like, I was taking it too far, though, y'all. Don't take it as far as I was. Like, it was to the point where, like, I was trying to go without brakes. Like, <laughs> like my brakes is awful. Like, I didn't know my brakes was that bad, you know? I didn't realize my brakes was bad, right? So I started missing good parking spots. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't stop. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, irritated. You see a good parking spot right in the front. You're like, oh, I got to come back around. <laughs> and hold that spot for me. Hold, 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 hold. <laughs> if you're in a crosswalk, you better hurry up when I'm in my car. Eh? Ain't none of that slow walking. <laughs> I had to go to the drive-thru. I had to wait for it. There wasn't no cars. So I, was <laughs> I would just go and just grab my food. Come back around. I need, I, I need my water. <laughs> Can I get my change? Hey, you kind of cute. Can I get your number? <laughs> oh, man. Y'all fun crowd, man.
I love the Bay Area, though, man. It's a beautiful place, man. Hayward, Oakland. Bay Area is beautiful, man. <laughs> Bay Area is so beautiful, like, people don't leave the Bay Area. Like, people don't leave. Like, I got a cousin from Oakland that never left Oakland. I was like, dude, you got to get out, man. I said, California has way more to offer than just Oakland. Like, you got to get out and see the world, man. Go out, you know, get out the Bay Area as much as, as, much as possible. See, you know, expand your horizon. I try to take him out when I can, right? I had a show out in Sacramento. I took him. He was all excited. He was like, man, where you taking me? Crossing bridges and stuff. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> I took him to Sacramento, man. You know, I'm taking him there. You know, I'm taking him to all the different malls. I took him to the Arden Fair Mall. You know, I'm like, see, man, there's other malls, you know, other than Bayfair Mall, you know. The Southland Mall, he was like, man, he was like, you know, all the spots. I'm like, man, you know, you got to roll with me, man. I'm going to show you, you know, show you different things. You know, we driving around. We drive past downtown. We in downtown. We drive past the Capitol building. He was like, dude. He's like, if I'd have known the White House was this close. <laughs> he was like, I would have went to the inauguration. I did not know. I was like, dude, do not say that around nobody else. Then, I shouldn't have did it, but on the way back, I took him to Cash Creek Casino. I, I took him there. I don't know why I took him. He ain't never been to a casino in his life. He was losing it. Like, imagine a dude from East Oakland, first time in a casino. Like, he going crazy. He trying to talk to every girl that walks by. He's just acting, he's acting a radical. I'm like, it's to the point where I had to pull him to the side. I'm like, dude, I'm like, what are you doing, man? I was like, you married? You got kids? What's your problem, dude? He was like, oh, man. He was like, man, you know what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas, man. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is Cash Creek. Somebody's going to hear about this. <laughs> My family, man. I got, a, I got a wild family, man. I got a brother that's a fake thug. Like, my brother's a real fake thug. Like, this is when I realized my brother was a fake thug, right? My brother went to jail for three days, right? And had the nerves to write a letter home. <laughs> By the time he got home, me and him read the letter together. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was in here doing these hours. I was like, Why you write a letter? You was coming back the next day. He was like, I don't know. I just wanted to feel hard, you know, right? <laughs> he was all in there. I'm going to let this, I ain't going to let the time do me. I'm going to do the time. <laughs> got a wild family, man. I got a cousin that got braces, but he can't afford to get them off. <laughs> I'm like, dude, where you getting your braces off, man? You just walking around with, you're not trying to get your braces off? He was like, man, you know. <laughs> he was like, man, you know, I started, you know, I'm missing payments and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably just see if I can get them repossessed off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to file for bankruptcy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> he said, they be calling me all the time. They be like, yeah, you better not be smiling with our braces. <laughs> we might take your teeth, too. <laughs> <laughs> Got another, I got a friend that called me bragging about his cell phone the other day. You know, everybody get a new cell phone, they want to brag about it. You know, you ever got that friend, they get a new cell phone, they want to brag about what their cell phone does and what your cell phone doesn't do. You know? He called me bragging about his cell phone. He was like, man, I got this new cell phone, man. He was like, I got, I got GPS. It tell me where to go, how to get there and all this. I was like, that's cool and everything, man. But 
was like, you ain't got no car. <laughs> I was like, what you gonna be doing, GPS and bus routes? <laughs> so going up to the bus driver, hey, you know you come in the left on B Street, right, y'all? I'm taking all the long routes today, man. I gotta get to where I gotta go, man. GPS said go that way. <laughs> Oh, man. Cell phones is taking over, man. Everybody got to have a cell phone nowadays. Like, if you don't have a cell phone, it's like you don't exist. You don't exist. Like, like somebody, like, you be like, hey, what's your cell phone? Oh, I ain't got a phone. Like, for real? Like, nah, I ain't got no phone, man. Just, you know, like, like, you got to have a cell phone. Like, cell phones are taking over. Like, peop, peop, every, like, it's to the point where everybody is on their cell phones. Like, people don't know how to act when they ain't got their cell phones. Like, people don't even talk because of their cell phones. You go out to eat, people on their cell phones, they don't even talk. The waitress comes, hey, would you like to eat? Actually, I'm gonna order on my application. You know, I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> people ordering from their phones. <laughs> I'll tip you from my phone, don't come over here. <laughs> cell phones are taking over, man. People, what I'm saying, cell phones are like, they're like the new, they're like, it's like a drug to people. Like people don't know how to act when they don't have their cell phones. People know how to act. I'm gonna give y'all a test. This is how you know if you're addicted to your cell phone. See how you act when your cell phone go dead. That's people get to scratching. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you got a charger on you real quick? You got a charger? <laughs> Nobody got a charger? <laughs> Come on, man, I need a charger. <laughs> you get the cord, you know, wrap it around your arm like, oh, let me get 5% real quick. Let me get Come on, man, let me get 5%. Cell phones are taking over, man. Gas prices, I'm so glad the gas prices are finally going down. You know, a little reasonable now. Gas prices. Well, I ain't gonna lie to you guys, I'm what you call a professional e-rider. When I say e-rider, that means I like to ride on e, you know. <laughs> and I take pride in riding on e, you know. I'm a professional e-rider, you know. And people that ride on e, I don't like people that, ride, that normally ride with me and they get nervous, you know. <laughs> you ever had that friend in the back seat, you know? Hey man, you know your light just cut on. <laughs> hey, you know you just passed another gas station. I'd be like, look at man, don't be fooled by the gas tank, man. I am a God-fearing man. I do not be fooled by what I see. <laughs> hey, hold on, man. Hey, can y'all help me push it? I, I ran out of <laughs> You know what I don't like? I don't like going to the gas station when I know I shouldn't have went the night before. And you go in the morning time, like right before work. You're like, man, I can hear you. I got a 10-minute window. Let me hurry up and get some gas real quick, you know. That's the worst thing to do, to get gas before work. There's always somebody with money. All of a sudden, they want to fill up their gas tank, <laughs> taking up all the gas. Because I'm normally that dude that's quick, you know. I'm like, I ain't trying to take all the gas, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, let me let me get let me get three on two real quick, man. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm just trying to get down the street, man. I ain't trying to. <laughs> I, hey, you, hey fellas, you ever be in line about to pay for your gas, and like you're stuck in the middle, and it's like you know it could be attractive women in front of you, attractive women in back of you, but you don't want them to hear how much gas you put in your car. <laughs> so you try to make an excuse to get out the line. You be like, hey, you know where the potato chips at, man? I'm, you can always tell when somebody broke at the gas station, because they don't ever set a price. <laughs> you be like, hey, uh, hey, can you put this on five real quick? 
That's when he still busts you out. You want to put $2 on five? But you tell everybody, man. I didn't say it for a reason. Now I got to be at the gas pump acting like I'm filling up. Uh, my gas done clicked a long time ago. I'm like, hey, how y'all? <laughs> Somebody going to pull up behind me. Oh, he put 75 cents? Oh, my gosh. I would have gave him a dollar. Oh, gosh. This guy. Certain gas stations I don't like going to, man. Yeah, everybody got that one gas station in their city. It's just a lot of activity going on. You be like, ah, I don't want to go to that gas station. One time I went to the gas station I don't like going to because I don't like going because it's always somebody trying to sell me something. I go there trying to sell me some odd things. Man, I'm like, no, I don't want to buy that. You know? One other day I went, this guy, he was trying to sell me a pit bull, right? <laughs> he had these little puppy pit bulls. He was like, this is his pitch. He was like, hey, man, hey, check this out. He was like, hey, man, I got this pit bull right here. He was like, man, it's a real pit right here, boy. <laughs> he was like, his mama, you know, they give you the breakdown. They want to, his mama was a pit bull, you know what I'm saying? His daddy was a pit bull. He was like, this is a real pit right here. I'm like, for real? I'm like, okay. You know, I start asking questions. I'm like, okay, uh, do the dog, do he got his shots and stuff? He's like, yeah, he been shot a couple times. Then I asked him if he had the papers for the dog. I was like, you got the papers for the dog? I'll like, get the dog right now if you got the papers. He was like, yeah, hold on, man. I got all that. You know? He came back with a handwritten letter. He was, <laughs> he was like, right here, man. It's, like, it's a real pit bull right here. He was like, his mama was a pit bull. <laughs> his daddy was, I said, why you spell real with two E's? He was like, is this a real pit bull? I'm like, man, I do not want this dog, man. You going with that? Glad y'all laughing, man, and having a good time. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about, having a good time laughing, man. Because, you know, people are so serious nowadays. I mean, I do shows all over comedy clubs, and you get those people that don't want to laugh. They just, they be wanting to hold in their laughs. You know, they, <laughs> I ain't laughing at nothing. <laughs> I'm going to go to the comedy club and see how many jokes I don't laugh at. You know. For real, man, people just don't be happy. You be like, man, you got to let that out, man. You got to fart like that, you know, you got to. Sometimes you got to let that gas out. That's what be, people be irritated. They just need to fart sometimes. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm telling you, you fart, you be like, oh, I feel better now, man. I had to let that out. <laughs> Glad y'all laughing, though, man, because laughter is a, is a good thing. Man, I love the sound of laughter. Like, people don't realize how, how, how laughter affects the body. You know, like, laughter is, it, you know, it, it, it's like a, Medicine, like people, you gotta laugh. Like even if you're having a bad day, laugh about it. You know, just, you feel better. Like I wasn't that bad, man. That was crazy. I lost my job. <laughs> it's cool though, man. I know God got me another job. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna see if I get this unemployment. You know, and I'm about to live it up. You know, about to go to the fight and chill. <laughs> but nah, man. That's what my grandfather told me, man. He said the key to life is laughter. He's like, man, you gotta laugh, man. It keeps you living, keeps you living a long time. Like my grandfather was a pure example of that. My grandfather actually made it to see 104 years old, y'all. 104. And it's crazy, like, having a man in my family that made it to see 104. Like, that's wow. Because, like, every year we had, we had celebrations, like, every year. Like, because we didn't know when my grandfather was going to die. So, like, every year was a celebration. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my granddad turned 99. We had this big old party. We had this big old community center. We had this big old party. We like, yeah, granddad, you did it. 99, yeah. Like, then he, you know what I'm saying, then he, like, the next year, I was like, man, we, you know, we didn't expect him to be, um, 
Damn, you know, he getting stronger by the day. He doing push-ups. I'm like, <laughs> doing pull-ups. He coming there. What's up, grandson? I'm like, man. Like, he getting older. Like, man, it's like five, six years past. It's like 101, 102, 103, 104. I was like, hold on, granddad. I was like, did God forget about you? <laughs> so you didn't have enough birthdays, man. Every year he asking me, so what you give me this year, grandson? I said, man, I'm gonna get you a tombstone, man. That's a <laughs> about to get you set, man. We going to <laughs> my grandfather, man. He thought he was young, man. My grandfather didn't act like he was a hundred and some years old, man. He act like he was thirty. My granddad act like he was young. The way he handled this business, like he was gonna be here forever. Right? Remember, I tried to get my granddad right. I had this Camaro, right? I was trying to get this. I was trying to get this new Camaro, but my credit's bad, right? So I was trying to get my granddad to co-sign for me, right? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, granddad, man, I'm trying to get this new Camaro, man. You know, you know, look, check it out, granddad. Look at this nice, and he's like, yeah, that's nice, boy. I'm like, man, you know, all I need you to do is you can help me co-sign, and I can get this Camaro. My granddad looked at me like he was young, like, man, he was like, boy, he was like, you ain't messing up my credit. Huh? I was like, how much longer are you gonna need your credit, granddad? You should be co-signing for everything. <laughs> 104 is talking about messed up his credit. I'm like, dude. All right, get up out of here, though, man. I've been up here long. I didn't. Got to get back to Vallejo, man. That's where I'm from. Anybody from Vallejo in here? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't like I was asking for a ride back. I just. Y'all want y'all to think I was like, no. <laughs> It ain't nothing like that. I'm just, you know, just trying to see who, you know, just trying to see who's, you know, see what time you're leaving so I can, maybe we can carpool. <laughs> but now I'm originally from Vallejo, man, and it's wild because Vallejo is like one of the first cities to ever go bankruptcy. And I never realized how bankruptcy can affect the city until I lived in one. Like, Vallejo's the first city, first city in California to ever go bankruptcy. And it was to the point where, like, we were losing schools. Schools were getting shut down. We didn't have no police. Like, I got pulled over the other day, right? And the police had bad tags. I was, <laughs> I was like, why you got a number in the back of your window? He, was like, he pulled me over. He had one headlight. I was, <laughs> like, I thought you was a motorcycle cop behind me, man. <laughs> I get pulled over, man. The police harassing me, man. As soon as I get... As soon as he pulled me over, asked me if I had any warrants, any drugs in my car, like giving me the whole rundown. I'm like, officer, I'm clean. You know, I don't, I don't do that. You know, he's like, well, I don't know that. He was like, you fit the description of a drug dealer. I want to see if you have drugs in your car. So I'm like, I right, do what you got to do. So he had his like, you know, he 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 had his canine, he had his dog. So he had you know his dog sniffing around my car and everything. So I'm sitting in the car, the dog sniffing in my back seat, sniffing in my front seat, sniffing all around my car. And I'm looking. I'm like, man, that dog look kind of familiar, man. I'm, Oh, I'm like, officer, man, I said, man, what kind of dog you got sniffing in my car? He was like, dude, this dog right here, he was like, this is a real pit bull right here. He was like, I got the papers and everything. <laughs> hey, y'all, that's been my time. My name is J. King. Y'all been a great crowd. Hey, just, just to let you guys know, man, I got a, um, a DVD I'll be selling after the show, so I'm um, trying to get some gas money back, so... Um, if y'all, <laughs> but you know, I got a DVD for $10, so holla at me after the show. You guys been a great crowd. Give it up for your host, Red. Come on, y'all, make some noise for G-King. The DJ is fired. Come on, y'all.
Clap it up for G King, make some noise. Somebody find light skin and beat him up. Look here. Look at him, he in the back. Man, look, man, you're white. You're supposed to be on time. Come up here, man. You act like you you acting like too much like us now. You know, you're not us really. Okay. I need you to be white tonight. Come on, man. Can't be a black DJ, man. Look here. Tap it up for DJ Sticky, y'all. Come on, come on. Right now, I need y'all to make some noise for Lance Wood. Tristan Johnson. G King. And I'm your host, J-Red. Did y'all have fun tonight? Say yeah. Now, look here. Now you want to over-DJ. Bring it down. Look. I need y'all to understand it's unity in, um, it's uh, strength in unity, right? And I want you to know when you go to heaven, black, brown, white, doesn't matter. Laughter is one language. Laughter is universal. So I need y'all to clap it up for unity and diversity tonight. Come on, clap it up. Now get on your feet and make some noise for one of the coolest pastors on this side of heaven. Victory Outreach, Hayward, California. Stand up, I heart. Pastor E! Somebody say yeah!